holy gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord.
They were brought back to life in their earthly bodies, and I actually feel sorry for them because they had to die a second time. <laughs> but not the case with Jesus. Something entirely different was done by God when he raised Jesus from the dead. Some have called it the eighth day of creation because in it, God created something truly new. And Jesus did not have a body like he had when he walked here. Rather, he had created a new body. And that body is a sign to us that eventually God will make new all of God's creation. So we give thanks today for this incredible festival, something that is so important to the life of the church, is so important to the life of those of us who claim to be followers of Jesus. For most of my life, I think that I've associated the resurrection with sunrise and a bright sunshine. And I think the reason for that is because in many Protestant churches, the first service on Easter morning was the sunrise service. I remember growing up in the little church that we, uh, you and I grew up in in South Dakota, the Methodist church. Periodically, we would have sunrise services at the lake, which is just outside of town. I used to think it was a pretty bad idea because the mornings were a lot like this. You really had to bundle up in order to be out there. But a lot of Protestant churches do that. And in some communities, the Protestant churches would join together and have a community sunrise service for the whole of town. And I think it's because of that I've always kind of made that association with resurrection and bright sunlight and sunrise. But in fact, resurrection occurred in darkness. And my first experience of that liturgically was when I was in seminary in 1992. Uh, we had, we celebrated there the great vigil of Easter. And we celebrate that here in this church every year on Holy Saturday. It's actually after sunset. And it's the first service of Easter. We gather out on the porch and we light the new fire. And then this pastoral candle which is new, is brought out and it, it is lit from the green fire. And then the cantor will raise the candle up, the church is completely dark, and comes into the church with this single light that the congregation follows. And the cantor says, the light of Christ, and the congregation replies, thanks be to God. And finally the candle is put in place and we all have our candles lit from that single light. And the church starts to glow. And then the cantor begins to sing the exaltance. And that exaltance is an incredibly beautiful piece. Again, an ancient piece of music that invites us to consider the, the history of salvation, what God has done with God's people over the millennia. And as we have read through all of those Hebrew scripture passages, finally we come to the baptism. Unfortunately, we had a baptism last night. We don't ever get Finian Trinity. And Finian was a perfect baptismal child. He was, he was pretty late, but he was such a good boy. We celebrated that baptism. And then 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb, who was sacrificed for us and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death, he has destroyed death. And by his rising to life again, he has won for us everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. The gift of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving, knowing that all are welcome at God's table.
work to do God's will, working in you that which is well pleasing in God's sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you this day and always.